everyone. Welcome back to Legally Teaching and Engineer Sports. I am Dylan here with Max and Mr. Loga. <laughs> I mean, technically, aren't we all Mr. Loga? Yeah, but I'm like a married Mr. Loga. He's a more seasoned Mr. Loga, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is Legally Teaching and Engineer Sports. We're all the way up to episode 29. Today will be Thursday, April 6th, the first day of what, Max? The Masters. The Masters, which is the main feature of this week's episode, title being An Above Par Life. I love it. Um, We will do the typical, right, Sam? We're going to do a rundown, do a serenity now. We're going to get into some golf stuff, some master stuff. We have a, a great guest, a guest who, in fact, was where, Sam? In Augusta. He was there, albeit beforehand, but he was still there. <laughs> I will say some people say it's almost better to go beforehand because you can see them interacting more and it's yeah so it's more light and it's a little better i could see that i really could so we're excited to have him on he's going to do a little uh talk about what how it was and um maybe give us a little feedback and details of, to a winner who who our winner will be and then i'll do some picks and we'll get out of here so with that let's get it going with an above par life <laughs> That's all you need to hear. And if you had Jim Nance on the call, a tradition unlike any other, the Masters. CBS Masters music. I love it. It just, it just, ah, oh, it's so calming. It's the most, oh. <laughs> Hey. Speaking of Jim Nance, uh, he broadcasted his final ever Final Four game this past weekend. So let's just, I guess, delve right into the March Madness uh, wrapped up. We saw UConn defeat San Diego State. Sam. Hey, I honestly, I've been thinking, I've been rattling my brain. I think this is the first time I've ever picked the winner. So, pretty hype. UConn, I, they cakewalked that. ESPN called that for days. That was, they were not challenged in the least. <laughs> no, they covered every game. They whooped every game, double-digit wins every time. Hey. They were good. Love it. It was great. Uh, huge shout out to everybody that participated this year in our uh, challenge, but sucks to suck. Cody, <laughs> Cody thinks he deserves a t-shirt for getting second place, but you know, as we're going to hear from Tiger Woods later and, and Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. Exactly. Like, <laughs> does Cody want a participation trophy too? Like, come on, man. Yeah, let's take the yeah, average on. of his two brackets he put in there, and we'll see where he actually landed. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, shout out to all the bracket winners out there. You weren't the only one, Sam. <clears throat> I won one. Yeah, but, I mean, what do you play against? The blind and the deaf who never watched a sporting event in their friends. life? It was all Max's friends, so yeah, it checks out. <laughs> yeah, it checks out, yeah. <laughs> Dylan did win our hockey team bracket, so good job. Snaps to Dylan. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. March Madness was good. Uh, Sam, you wanted to make a comment about the championship game, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I know Dylan's going to have his serenity later. I'll take mine right now. 9-20 tip-off on a Monday night. Can we change that? For the love of God, please. I I don't care that it's a Monday night. Can you do 8? Can we do a Sunday at 2 in the morning? Would even be better. 9 p.m. on a Monday night sucks. Yeah, My, my Tuesday was rough. I'll say that. There's no doubt. <laughs> I literally went to bed and was like, all right, UConn's either going to continue to blow them out or it's going to get close, and I don't care. So I just went to bed at half. 
I mean, I fought all the way till like about the seven minute mark when UConn was up like 15, 20. I was like, yeah, this is game over. Just rolled over, went to bed. I had to fight to the bitter end because I had San Diego State plus 15 and a half and they lost by 17. So, until oh. yeah. <laughs> Tulsa. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a good March, man. It's a lot of crazy things. Um, like even the Final Four game, right? Uh, San Diego State buzzer beater against Florida Atlantic. That was, I was unhappy just because they had Florida Atlantic money line, but uh, still a sweet shot and moment. So that was Did you see a um, replay of that? His foot was like a centimeter from going out of bounds. Pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, March Madness, good stuff. Uh, one more co- quick college basketball thing. Uh, a little shit balls. Oh, no, no. So Michigan basketball, Jet and Kobe head to the NBA draft. Likely both. Jets probably potentially a top 10 pick. Bufkin's probably a late first round pick. And then take down Dickinson's in the portal. I, I think whatever. Jet wasn't cutting it for me personally. I'd be if you take him top 10, you're a desperate team right now. And Kobe, I would that's solid, but yeah, Jet just wasn't he wasn't it for me. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I was going to say kind of long, Kobe was the heart. I mean, he was kind of like their floor general manager. I mean, Dickinson's very good at what he does, but I think Terrence Reed coming up could be even a bigger factor. So I'm excited to see him grow and become better. Yeah, I'm yeah, not concerned. concerned. Yeah, I think Terrence Reed just had to work on his free throws, and then um, they got they already got a guy from Alabama to, uh, in the portal. They got to get another – Gotta get a dog, and then I think they'll be all right. Yeah. I'm not concerned about Jawan getting a solid big man. I will do that. Yep. And he already has it. So, all right. Um, Max, what else do you have for the round for round table? I mean, just for our round table, Major League Baseball is here, so it's kind of exciting. I mean, I've watched Tigers every game so far, and I think they should uh, take a page out of like Moneyball and play some small ball, and realize they don't have the big bombers that they used to. So let's. Bunt the ball and let's all right. So in the new rules, I ranted to Dylan about this. So in the new rules, the pitcher only gets to pick off twice in that bat. So when he tries to pick off twice when it's a one-one count, you know he can't do it anymore. So why isn't your lead halfway to second? Why aren't you mm-hmm. stealing? That's an automatic free base. I it happened twice against the Astros in their second game. And I texted Dylan on the second. I was like, I don't know why they're not stealing. I don't know. Hey. I texted you during that World Series of baseball, and why didn't they bunt? Bunting needs to be a bigger part of baseball these days. It should be more important. It's not We're talking enough. about top of the ninth. Yeah, the top yes. of the ninth. Get the, the runner to second. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. It, it's still. I still think back to the 2013 or 14 Tigers uh, playoff game where Hernan Perez hit into a double play, um, basically end the season. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm there um baseball is back though games are about 35 minutes faster so that's pretty neat i do not hate that i kind of think i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it in the park though i really enjoy being in the park when i'm there so we'll see tbd we might be boots on the ground on comerica on saturday so we'll have feedback on that soon yeah i mean it's i timed one of the innings and it took 12 minutes i opening day for the tigers i timed one it was 12 minutes top of the inning to the bottom six outs yeah, minutes. so that's fast, and that's going to make the nine 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 difficult. What's the nine nine nine, Sam? 
I believe that's where we're going to try to drink nine beers or alcoholic beverages for me and nine hot dogs every inning for a nine inning baseball game. Unless there's like a murder situation where it's like only seven innings. <laughs> there's no mercy, Sam. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll do nine. That innings. was my saving grace. And we have a date for it. It is going to be drum roll. Cleveland, Ohio. LTES is coming to your city, your shitty city. <laughs> we'll be there on August 18th. It's a Friday. The Tigers are there, and it's $1 hot dog night, Cleveland. See you there, boys. <laughs> hey. well, yeah, meet us there. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to, will people want to roll with us? Let us know. The more the merrier. I have uh, participated in the 999 spring training game for myself, I called it. Uh, about the fifth innings when things get rocky, folks. So I would suggest maybe participating one in one or two before we get boots on the ground in Cleveland. That way you know it's going to take. Uh, the nah. beer's not the issue. Just going to let you know. So it's hot dogs. Nah. We're we going in fresh. Cool. Yeah. Right. Baseball. Baseball. Um, Sam, anything else for roundtable? Uh, two quick things. Fulham wheels falling off. Mitrovic out eight games for pushing a ref. Love it. Uh, second thing, U.S. women's soccer jerseys. Applause to Nike. Very clean, very dope. Good job. They rebounded from the men's. I agree. The one kind of looks like corduroy, though. I I don't know how I felt about it. It looks a little corduroy, but it's cool. I like the paint one a lot. I like the paint splatter. Yeah, the splatter is really dope. Yeah, I agree. Um, the men actually, I think. They, the men released the fact that they're going to wear the corduroy looking one. I don't think they released the pink uh, one. Well, they don't matter right now. The women are going to the World Cup, so. I agree. All right, cool. Um, I think I have some other ones, but I think we can uh, discuss those in the future for me. However, we will say uh, Michigan Hockey's in the Frozen Four. Tune in. It's on ESPN 2-ish, I believe. Thursday night, 8.30. First game's at 6 o'clock. So, uh, yeah, if you got a TV and it turns the ESPN network, hit it up. All right. And with that, we will head to Dylan's Serenity Now. Serenity Now this week is sponsored by On the Border. Stop into your local On the Border restaurant and cantina to enjoy some authentic Mexican cuisine and mention our podcast, Legally Teaching Engineer Sports, turn free chips and salsa for your whole table. Offer applies for dining only. On the Border is celebrating 40 years of business, so stop in today to enjoy a fajita, quesadilla, or mouth-watering sangria-flavored margarita. If by chance you find your way to the Auburn Hills on the border, sit at the bar, ask for Julian, and mention my name, and they could hook you up with a little something-something. All right. This week on Serenity Now, the Women's National Championship game. It was a great game. Awesome weekend for women's college basketball. Um, the fact that Iowa beat South Carolina was awesome. Um, that was cool. I loved that. Not only did it win me money, but I just think it's cool that South Carolina lost. It shows that there is parity in women's college basketball, so that was a good thing. However, the championship game refs, what are we doing? It's, you know, it's it's hot, it's cold, it's in, it's out, it's in too inconsistent. We gotta be consistent. There was, a, you know, it's it's not a women's sports thing. It's like the refs just weren't up to par in that in that moment, and that was a bummer because I think a shit ton of people watched that game, so that's not cool. And then on the flip side with that, I think in conjunction, Kim Mulkey, the head coach for LSU, congrats to LSU. I have no problem with the shit talk from the Reese and Caitlin Clark. That's fine. Shit talk's sweet. But Kim Mulkey was way over the top on the sideline. She, at one point, 
grabbed a referee, no technicals, just let her do her thing. And like by her pissiness, she was totally in those refs' ears and influenced multiple calls. Serenity freaking now. Yeah, yeah. I, I turned that on and I thought the exact same thing. Those refs were not ready for that intensity. I agree. It was something or somebody said something. It was on, I think, before the men's game came on. They said those those three that ref the women's national championship should never be allowed to ref a NCAA March Madness game again or something they, like that. They made me turn it off. I wasn't enjoying it with what I like. I was like, I can't watch that. I it wasn't even the it wasn't the play. I was like, I went outside. I was like, no. There was there were way too many whistles in the beginning. It was yes. I, yeah, I texted Max, I think, and I said, All right, you're gonna ticky tack it. Well, then keep the ticky tack. But then, in like late second or early third, they stop, and it was real, real aggressive. And then, next thing you knew, it was the uh, tempers were flaring, and, and I don't know. And then the technical on uh, Caitlin Clark was very soft. One ref explained it for the fact that she had been given a warning for delay of game, so the ball toss was a delay of game on a stopped call, though like, there was no play going on. So, oh, foul, yeah. weird, weird explanation, but it is, it is what it is. Neither here nor there. Serenity freaking now. With that, we move to the feature topic of this evening. And our guest is now popping on. I'd like to introduce Mr. Tom Selinger, 1L. He is a investigative reporter who was boots on the ground in Augusta National these past few days. And he is, in fact, the king of Perchville. Tom, two times, two times, two times, two time king of Perchville. Thanks for correcting. Yeah, three time polar plunge participant. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I love that. In fact, you're with three dudes from Taos that have never done the polar plunge. Nope, it's, <laughs> I've yeah, never been to yeah. Perchville. <laughs> Some men are just cut out for certain things. So. <laughs> a man yeah. amongst boys. What can we say? <laughs> that's a that's a nice hat you got on there, Tom. And is that a green jacket I see? This is a uh, a makeshift green jacket, correct? Yeah, in honor of uh, in honor of the tournament this weekend, I thought I'd break out the green jacket for for uh, for today. I love it. I really love it. Um, so I think you know we you see the Masters hat. So Tom was in fact there, right? You were there Monday, Tuesday. So I was there for the Tuesday practice round. That's correct. So I had the opportunity to to uh, to join or to be there for the practice round on Tuesday, which was uh, a, a really cool experience. Um, a bit of a behind-the-scenes look, uh, less crowds, uh, more time to explore the course, and, and a bit more intimate of a setting with the players, which was uh, quite interesting. That is awesome. So I think we start right there. I know Max has some questions. I can see him, the, the smoke coming out of you. Max, <laughs> ask away. All right. So I know, like, to even get to Augusta, there's, like, a wait list for years. So how would you pull that off? Yeah, it's, it, 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 it it did feel like the world's most exclusive club, right? It was, uh, it, it, it was uh, certainly some level of exclusivity. Um, so it, it, as with anything, you know, someone who knows someone who knows someone else. So, uh, uh, my, my brother, frankly, had got some tickets and was able to pass them on to myself, uh, and my brother-in-law, he was unfortunately not able to attend. Um, so they were gifted to me and, and we were, we were guests of a member. So we actually got kind of a little bit different treatment. We got to go in, uh, certain, certain, uh, sides of certain places. And we were guests of, uh, Mr. So-and-so, uh, for Tuesday's practice round. So it was, a again, a, a pretty cool experience. That's badass. So how, how close did you get to these golfers then? 
Like, oh, I mean, as um, close as we are to the computer in some cases, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't been to a golf tournament, it's a, it's a different experience. I, I would I would argue it's it's the the least or sorry the the most different from any sport in terms of what you see on TV versus what you see in person. Uh, you know, you can you can follow the crowds, you can follow Tiger, you can follow Rory and stand stand ten deep. Uh, you can you can talk to Will Zalatoris as he's walking past you in other cases, right? So uh, there's there's also that tier level of you know A, B, and C. I love that. Crowds follow I love it. Um, so that's a good spot actually, Tom. So we'll come back to your experience in Augusta, but let's yep. do that. So if you're on boots on the ground at a tournament or at a you know a weekend, you're there for a day. Let's say well, I've been to Rocket Mortgage. It's the only one I've ever been to. Sure. Um, it's I mean we can all you Sam, you can put some input in Max. I know you've been. But uh, we'll start with you, Tom. Where what do you recommend for viewership? Um, do you do you follow the big crowds? Do you scope a spot by the bar? Yeah. Um, three. What do you do? Yeah, you know, uh, you may find this funny, but no, I I tried to skip the bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tend to be the uh, two or three holes ahead of the premier group kind of methodology. So you you get you go a couple of groups ahead. You get to see the people in front. Maybe again, maybe it's that B C uh d list even uh, even type players and then then you're well positioned for someone to come by uh, uh the marquee group to come by and see one or two or three shots again skip ahead gives you a chance to see the course and the good players um but it's it is difficult to find to follow a tiger woods as an example for 18 holes uh, as my experience it's a it's an uphill battle and and you will uh not not see as much uh as much oh. as you would probably like yeah that checks out all right fair max what would you if you were boots on the ground, even at a Rocket Mortgage or, uh, you know. Uh, so the one that we've been to, Rocket Mortgage, I think Dylan and I had a good tactic. We found, finagled our way into the grandstand, basically, and we could oh. see three holes for one, basically the price of one. Yeah. So we got to see, I don't even remember the holes, but we got to see them. I think it was the end of 17 and the start of 18. Oh. Yep, yep. So we could watch them tee off on 18 and then we could look down the fairway and see him putt on 18. So we could see essentially like two holes, full holes where we were standing. So it's kind of the method we went with. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sam, have you ever been? No, I've never been. I really should. I'm in North Carolina. I, you know, they're not very far from me for a lot of the great courses that they play. I really need to go to one. Uh, but I would have done your guys' methodology, but now here in Tom's theory, I would definitely do that and just be ahead of the group and then post up when I catch wind of, you know, of Rory coming down the line or something. Yeah, I I, I think I'm with Tom and Max. Um, so at Rocket Mortgage, the biggest name was, I think, Phil. Phil was there. So mm -hmm. we bopped a couple of holes ahead, but then he, like, walked right in front of us. So we had to go, let's go, Phil. And, you know, he gave a pump, you know, he did his left pump. So that was badass. You know, he's a live guy, but I still like Phil. Um so and that's yeah. a question I have if we want to jump into it now. Sure. Tom, yeah. You're probably the biggest golf fan. I've just dove into the Netflix show, so I'm all in and out. But are you about the live or not about the live? Yeah, so um my I am not about the live to answer your question. Great answer. I am I am not about the live. And, and let me ex expand a little bit why. First off, from a from a business perspective and a business background, right? They simply don't make money. And it's it's uh you know it's being floated as a as a uh, you know an alternative to the PGA Tour and and at the end of the day they're not making money so how long is this, how is it really a sustainable model to pay certain golfers hundreds of millions of dollars to buy them in near league for something that's not going to profit and I, and I think even the media reports are that 
the they're starting to even cut costs in the live in the kind of the live the live sphere. So um, that's that's kind of my first my my main take on it. But I have to admit they have pushed the PJ Tour in a good direction. So the PJ Tour has has made some changes uh, that have I think are probably for the better of golf in general. Um, but uh, I, I I struggle with the live thing, and I I also struggle with the uh, the idea that live golfers can go back and forth between certain tournaments. And, I was just going to ask, what do you think about the live guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that certainly was one of my big takeaways. You know, getting thinking about this conversation day and reflected on on yesterday in Augusta is uh, live versus PJ is real, right? It is it is very real. So when you see practice rounds, right. For those that don't know, practice rounds can be nine holes, can be 18 holes, can be 12 holes. It's whatever the players decide, whatever they want to go out and play, first tee, 10 tee, uh, morning, afternoon, night, whenever they want to go. But they also get to pick their own partners. And there was only one example, I believe, as of uh, as of Tuesday, where a live golfer and a PGA golfer had played in the same grouping, which actually ended up being Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka uh, on Tuesday when we were there. We watched them up, well, put out on nine. Um, that was the only that was the only combination. Other than that, you would see live groups come through, and you would see PGA tour groups come through, right? So you'd see Cantley, Shoffle, Homa, uh, Scheffler all together, followed behind by Cam Smith. Uh, let me let me correct that. Cam Smith and Adam Scott, they were an Aussie, right? An Aussie pairing. So they were uh not not necessarily a full live group. But anyway, um, I think live versus PGA is real. So not so was there any chirping? From the fans or there was not right it's a respectful it's a it's a, <laughs> a gentleman's atmosphere so there was no chirping from the fans although i did anticipate that and i think in other tournaments waste uh, management as an example there probably would be some chirping obviously they don't play in the pj tour events but um i was i was a bit surprised there was not so yeah, practice come, thursday. yeah i was gonna say come thursday friday maybe there will be nothing nice cup by the way um it's the official master's cup so what you get beer in three dollar beer i think three three dollar beer what are you having that this is just water tonight i got i'm did uh, you have any uh pimento cheese pimento cheese sandwich was consumed the uh barbecue uh sandwich i had had tried that we had the ham and cheese on rye we had the uh we all we all kind of got a bunch of different things and split it the master's club sandwich um unfortunately they had sold out of the peach ice cream cookie sandwich which i've been told is the best thing to get and i for all those out there do not wait until 4 p.m do not wait for the heat of the day for the ice cream, <laughs> they will be sold out that's funny uh, you said yeah. i saw a video of tom kim the young guy the first year at the masters and he was just oozing over the peach cobbler or peach yeah. ice cream sandwich so yeah thanks for rubbing it in yep i'm sure it was great. <laughs> yeah. hey, go check it out tom kim um <laughs> all right good stuff so let's uh shift so you were there Tom, what, what were you wearing? And then I'm going to ask the both of you, what would you guys, Max and Sam, what you guys wear? What would you have on, Tom? I mean, a golf shirt and some, you know, a, a nice white belt, right? What, what else do you use white belts but for golf? Uh, and a hat. I think it's, I think it's pretty straightforward. But uh, to elaborate a bit further, remember, it's spring in Augusta, right? So it's 60 in the morning and 85 in the afternoon. And, it, and, uh, and lastly, a damn good pair of walking shoes. Yeah, um, well, I, I, I hope we'll talk more about it, but the, uh, the course conditions for walking are absolutely unbelievable. It's kind of, uh, everybody says up, you don't know till you're there. Um, the ups and the downs, the hills, the slopes, the valleys, um, nice pair of walking shoes and dress in layers. That would be the uh, suggested here. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, Sam, you gonna wear that hat? Oh, of course. This this would be the go-to fit for me. You got the vineyard vines, so you're looking classy. You put the hat on, keep yourself shaded. That's important. You don't want to get burned. If you get burned, it's over. So, so there is that. there is no dress code, Sam, but I counted exactly two people in t-shirts. I'll say hundred thousand <laughs> people that are there. So just uh be aware. Yeah, well, you were there. You know, in the fancy time, I'm showing up Friday. And <laughs> this is what I'm wearing. Oh, Fair, <laughs> Max. Well, since I would be going to Augusta, I really, I mean, I'm a golf fan. I'm gonna say, but I'm not. I'm Michigan's playing, so I'd wear the same thing. Um, Michigan polo, <laughs> Michigan hat. Frozen <laughs> fours. Frozen fours got a little more context. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm gonna rock, rock probably a you know nice button down collared shirt like I have on right now, sort of polo. Maybe it's from Goodwill, but yeah, same idea. It's pretty much it, but the shoes are a good point. So, Tom, you mentioned it, the conditions. You watch the guys. How's, ta- how's Tiger going to hold up? He's got the knees. Uh, he. There's a reason I think he came off the course saying it might be his last. I mean, I mean, it is, it is a hard course to walk as a patron. It is, and, uh, you know, factor in uh, 70, 80 shots after that, bending down, Reading the putts, moving around the greens, uh, I I can understand why it's why maybe his favorite course uh, he might not play it forever. Um, the, the again the TVs the the TV the broadcast does a really good job of showing many things right the flowers the layout the the, the vibrance of the colors what they don't show is the up the ups and the downs um, that are really really extensive. Yeah, and that's funny you mentioned that. So I listened to multiple press conferences. I was Tuesday, I was working. <clears throat> I wasn't listening to press conferences. Um, but one of them was Rory McIlroy, and he did mention, like, yeah, Tiger's a dog, and Tiger could probably win this if not for the amount of walking that is involved in yeah. his walking as well. Uh, you get that guy a cart, game over. <laughs> They've offered him a cart, right? It's He He has the ability to use one. He chooses not to. Really? Oh, really? Damn. And the supposedly the weather's supposed to take a turn and it's supposed to be cold and rainy and tired. I, I can like that, I can so. confirm we are expecting quite a bit of rain. James <laughs> Neck Woods, nice. All right, good shit. Um I don't know, what was your favorite part about it, Tom? Being there. I think it's seeing something you've seen every year on, on TV for 20 years and seen it in person, right? The layout, the course, like, yeah, the, the golfers are cool, the people are cool, but Really, when it comes down to seeing what you what you started playing on video games when you're younger, to what you see every every you know spring uh, on TV is uh, putting it in, in real life. I think was the best part. So, so uh, if given the choice, sorry, Max. If given the choice, would you do this Monday Tuesday event over the actual Masters? I'm gonna have to go and find out. I guess I'm gonna have to go yeah. and find out. Right? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's the first time the practice round was pretty fair. I mean, in terms of. Um, getting in and out and and uh, what you're able to accomplish and being able to see the course and the and the tournament itself. Um, but I, I can imagine there's nothing like the the stadium, right? The naturally built stadium seating. One again, one one I think one of my big takeaways is uh, there with all the hills kind of builds a natural stadium on many holes. And uh, there would be nothing like 18 on Sunday uh, yeah. around that stadium. So like I was watching the par three today and their ninth hole on the par three is exactly what you're talking about. Natural stadium. It's a hill mm-hmm. and it was lined with people. It was sweet today. So I can't like Tom said, I can't imagine what it's like Sunday. If there's a race. Sure. Electric factory. Yeah. Um, I love it. Okay. With our time in hand, let's. So another factor of this show or this episode is we're, we're going to pick the master, right? So I got in some random pool 
basically where you get six golfers, we get $50,000 of a salary and each golfer is, you know, ranked via a salary. So I'm going to share my screen and the four of us, we're going to concoct a winning roster. We're going to win some money. That is the game plan, right? The goal is to win some money. I get 80% of the funds. Um, <laughs> Tom gets 10 and then Max and Sam each get five. That's all. Hey, the happen. last two, the last two years, I've picked the runner up of the masters. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> runner up doesn't get anything. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Well. Loser. <laughs> okay, first, first pick. Gotta go boots on the ground. He, Tom was there. Tom might know who had something going on. Where, what his thoughts were. Where are we going first, Tom? With the money in mind. Yep. Yeah. So I, I got a couple thoughts here, and there, I'm not necessarily taking these, but let me throw a couple things at you. First, let's let's evaluate Will Zalatoris, right? Live golfer. Um, but now? has a tremendous history and may be a reasonable salary here. This year will be his third ever start at Augusta National. First start, second place, second start, tied six, and also has uh, masters or sorry, uh, major experience as a runner up. I believe it was in the U.S. Open to Justin Thomas. Um, for me, that's probably a pretty good bang for the buck. Okay. I'm going to push back a little. Max pointed him right away as well. So Max, shout out to you too. <laughs> Two minds were thinking alike there. Um, he's, had, he's had the yips lately. He had some back problems, and he's. I watched him a couple of videos of him putting, and it just looked. Yeah, uh, don't. It's it's a nightmare to watch him putt. I agree. <laughs> but, but how do you look? How do you look on uh, Tuesday? Did you get a view of him at all? Or I saw him. I, I saw him walk by. I saw him. He was on. He spent some time on the putting. Looking green. good. Still um, looking good. Yeah. I can't, I can't say it better or not. But let's, but let's, let's go down the line a little bit. I think there's a. Maybe we'll a put him on the board more. and reevaluate. But all right, all right. give right. it your second one. Let's look at Justin Rose. That's Justin right. Rose um, has achieved a top fifteen placement six of the past nine years, including two second places and a seventh, a T seven. Very, very good value in this pick. Okay, I like the Justin Rose more because of that consistent factor and he's obviously $700 cheaper. So we're going to keep them both on the board for now, but I think I rank Rose higher, huh? but all right, those are, uh, those are both two good ones. I got, I got a few more if you're ready. <laughs> Song J M. Song J. Ooh, I like him. He's played, he he's played Augusta national three times and came in the top 10 twice. Uh, does not have a lot of recent winning experience, but in terms of a value play, uh, I think might be uh, he'll be the only thing he should much higher than that. Uh, might be interesting. And we gotta remember, search for him. We don't we don't need a, a guy that's gonna go out and win. We need guys that are gonna compete. Right there, so, world rank eighteen. Oh, he's right at the top. <laughs> nice. All right, I like Sanjay. Um, okay, we're gonna leave all three for now. I'm not saying we're keeping them all. Sam, give me one. Who do you like? I mean, so you got the money to deal with, but. I would think you're kind of foolish if you don't take like a Jordan Spieth or mm. a Rory in this endeavor. Yeah. So I, I'm going to take Rory. I'm going to put, there's a thing on FanDuel. You get your money back. If you put 25 down and you get some top 20, I'm going to put it on Rory. I think Rory could do it this year. Um, not not only can he do it, he needs to do it. Like, like Tom was saying, this is PGA first live. This is a big moment. This is Rory's moment. Yep. All right. Career Grand Slam. And I'm and I'm gonna back up this choice by saying on, on Tuesday, 
Rory plays with Brooks Kepka and the uh, an amateur. Uh, I forget the name, but an amateur. The front nine. They shake hands on the course, and R- Rory walks to the back nine and joins in with another group to go ahead and play the second nine. Now, remember, on Tuesday nights is the champions' dinner, right? Who is not invited to the champions' dinner? Rory. Rory. So instead of instead of going home, instead of doing whatever, he goes back out on the course, gets a full eighteen hole in practice round. Guys, he wants it. I love he it. Wants it this year. All right, we're gonna go, Rory. I'm sticking it in there, Max. Give us well, some. I mean, the funds are getting high. Over no, no, no. There. We're gonna we're gonna take someone out of here. It's gonna be. Worth I got I got more. a sleeper that's probably cheap. Hold on. Let's hear from Max. I mean, I like Max Homa. Personally, I've always liked Max Homo. I think he's... Because his name's Max. I mean, yeah, but he's a good dude. I think he plays good enough golf to be, like I said, we don't need guys to go out and win. We need guys to make the cut. We need guys to be contenders. And I think Max Homa is a contender. Maybe, yeah, he's not going to get in the top five, but he'll be top 15, top 10. I mean, depending on how well he can play. So. All right, here's what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to take Homa, but I'm taking out Sung J.M. I'd get That's rid of Zell Torres. I like right. I like that right there. I'm adding my pick. Boom down here. Hold on a second. We gotta got have a we gotta have a dude way down at the bottom. To be honest, if we're gonna make our uh... <laughs> Nito. Nito. I'm I'm thinking Bernard Langer here. He's no. shit. No, it's gonna be bad conditions. He 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 three. You know he puts his way home. You know. You can tell Max watched the Netflix show going for Benito. Look at his world rank. He's a thousandth. You don't think so, huh? He's, he's not even ranked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's literally like the last All right, what's your What's your value play? How about Sepp Strzok? I like him. He, I watched him play a couple holes. Big guy. Big guy. Could play linebacker for U of M. I love uh, that. Kevin Na leads the PGA in uh, greens and regulation this year. An important stat at Augusta. That's good. Um, Who else? Who else was looking good? I think Cameron Champ was top 15 last year. Top 20. I have him written down. Cam Champ. I like his name. How can you go wrong with the name Champ? It's true. Max, give us, uh, you gave us Homa. All right. Um, I gotta make we're going to need to eliminate some. We're going to have to probably take Will's Zell to out. So we, now we're down to we have Kevin Na. I don't know. About, so we have Rory, Max Homa, and Justin Rose as our dogs right now. We throw Kevin Na. Still have fourteen thousand dollars, so yeah, we get about seventy four hundred dollars of flourish in here. What's us around here? There's some Bryson DeChambeau. Adam babies. Scott. That's not a bad one. That's a Tom name. Just won the par three contest today. Uh, nah. <laughs> he's, he's not winning. The Gala is a breakout candidate for the year. Oh yes, that's a solid one. I liked oh. him in the show. Yeah, I'm with it. He, he's sweet looking. Oh, yeah. All right, Max, give us the last one. I mean. Tiger Woods right there, baby. You know what it is. Take him. Do it. Do it. You got to do it. Come on. <laughs> Tom, Don't Robert. back out now. I don't know. Take us home. Kurt, you go Kurt. Kurt Kitayama, it's his first ever time playing. Uh, it's always difficult for first timers at Augusta. Oh, Tom Hoagie is uh, advanced analytics is a really really strong performer, uh, but doesn't have any uh, 
big, big wins to talk about. But what what do you think about Tiger, Tom? No. <laughs> you don't take Tiger because you think he's gonna win. You take Tiger because he might win. And if he does, you're a genius. What if we get rid of Kevin Na? Yeah. So now that gives us about the same still. And what if we pick up like a this patch? Corey Connors. Okay. Or, or we go back to Sung Jay and then get someone towards the bottom. Let's see what that looks like. Oh gosh. Can't do that. <laughs> oh, can't do that, guys. Oh. All right. We need someone a little cheaper, middle of the road. What about Bubba? Live lefty. Live past winner. Yep. Bubba Walker. Former, yeah. former champion. Yeah. I get he's gonna make the cut. I can get down with that. I like Bubba. We're doing it. Seventy four hundred dollars left. Where are we going with? Three minutes on the clock. Mito, do Mito right there. Fifty three. Yeah, no, no way, man. See do. See woo. Yep. Diversify. What do you think? See woo or Adam Scott? Asian or white? Come on, let's see if you're racist. <laughs> uh, based on their abilities. Uh, I think Adam Scott. All right, I'm with it. We got our team. $100 left. That's not right. Justin Rose. Really Screenshot Roy. that. Oh, no, I'm going to submit it. Don't worry. We're going to put $25 in on this. <laughs> All right, I love it. Good shit. All right, you know, it was a battle of the... It's It's hard because you have to play with the money, and then you fall in love with someone. Like, I don't love Bubba Watson, but you know what? Maybe he could finish in the top six this year. Who knows? Um, all right. With that, let's jump right to our Masters picks. We're going to just post our regular picks to the YouTube this week. Um, I know he's a first-time Masters competitor this year, but my bold pick, one of my bold picks is Tom Kim. He's been playing golf uh, a long, long time professionally and a teenager overseas. Um, and then in, Give me Corey Connors, too, actually. He won last week. So none of the guys in our team. Um, but those are where I'm going. Max, where are you going with Bold or Bold or whoever you think? Oh, I'm also taking Roy McElroy, but Max. Uh, give me uh, Cam Young. He's a dog, and I think he's going to have it this year. So give me Cam Young. I'm just going to go Cam Young. Or, like, ultimately, like, when I go place to bet, I'm going to put it on Justin Thomas, though. So, but – Cam is the sleeper, Justin Thomas for the win. Roll Tide. All right, Tom, where are you going? I'm going Jordan Spieth. I think I think you need someone with experience. Uh, Jordan Spieth is playing better than he has been playing the last couple of years. Jordan Spieth. All right. I like it. Sam? Uh, yeah, so I'll be honest. I watched that Netflix show, and I'm going to take uh, Tony Finau. I think nice. he is a family man. I think he's going to come out there and just tear the Masters apart. There's That's my winner. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Excellent. Thank you so much, Tom, for being on. Um, that does it for episode 29 of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports and Above Par Life. Our quote comes from Tiger Woods. We're all going to be rooting for Tiger this weekend. If you're going to come in second, you're just the first loser. Amen, Tiger. A freaking men. Shout out to our great heroic listeners. And what's our POV? PVO. Go blue. <laughs> 